Hi, I'm Dan Scott, and welcome to a brand new podcast called Grumpy Old Broadcasters. In my current job, I do a lot of this. And if any more damage is going to be done, it's going to be Tyler Dearden. Bases loaded two down, the 1-0. And Dearden swings, and he hits it high and deep. Right field, gone. Grand slam home run for Tyler Dearden. And the drive have indeed blown it open here in the seventh inning. 9-1 Greenville. Mercy. Hollingsworth lined up for it. Snap is down. The kick is on the way. He's got the distance, and it is good. He nailed it from 55 yards, and virtually the entire bench comes off the sideline to meet the big-legged sophomore from Greenwood. He has put Furman on top with 12-10 remaining in this one. It is 16-15 Paladins. Holy Toledo. I know. I have a job that is a lot of fun. It's like a kid in a candy store, I can promise you. But, you know, in another life, I was a sports talk show host for 11 years at a radio station in Clemson, South Carolina, here in the upstate of South Carolina, uh, the Clemson flagship station. In fact, it still is. And we did uh, a lot of crazy things in the 11 years that I did that daily talk show. Had a lot of fun, but also did a lot of good in-depth work, especially when it came to interviewing guests. I'm going to play a clip for you now and to kind of set the stage for you. This was uh, at the end of 2011. Clemson had just lost to South Florida in, I believe it was the Belt Bowl in Charlotte. Dabo Sweeney had just completed his third year his third full season as Clemson's head coach. And at the time, there was an internal struggle going on between the athletic department and the school itself as to what kind of football program Clemson University wanted to put on the field. There were all kinds of issues about other schools being able to get players into school that Clemson would not allow in, and there was a huge, huge controversy going on at the time. Well, the gentleman you're about to hear is Billy Davis. He was a defensive back on the 1981 National Championship team, the first of what's now three national champions for Clemson. And at the time, he was not happy with the direction of the football program, not the program itself, but not happy with the restrictions the university was putting on it. It was a huge controversy at the time. And Billy, who went on to a fantastic career with the United States Secret Service before retiring just a couple of years ago, was never shy about speaking his mind. Listen to this interview clip from my old radio show back in 2011. 10% turned on to it and clicked on to it. When you're facing a team with a lot of really good athletes, this is what I noticed when I saw South Florida warming up before the game. A lot of really good athletes. Some of those kids we would have liked to have at Clemson, but we couldn't get them in for various and sundry reasons, which I can also address as well. Um, you, you, there's no margin for error, and I don't think there's any margin for error in college football anymore. It's just not, it's not how it's set up. When I was at Clemson, 
you could roll out. Uh, you'd say, for instance, Terry Kennard goes down. I could roll in behind Terry, and, I, and Terry's one of the greatest football players in college football history, but I thought it was pretty good, too. It, we had depth two and three down the line, and so if somebody got hurt, say an Andre Ellington gets hurt now, you know, now you're a little sketchy. You got Jamie Harper, and then then it gets a little sketchy. And I, I think that's college football in general. And and that's, I guess I'm going off on the wrong track, or maybe the right track. You guys can point me in the right direction. But I, I think I think that's all part and parcel of the issue with college football. And I think that's what happened to our team this year. They were real close in a lot of ways. And I'm I'm not making excuses as much as I'm trying to to explain and and probably lay some factual data down for people that maybe don't understand quite like I do and see the things like I see it. Well, Bill, and, uh, I'm sorry, Billy. You opened the door, so I'm going to walk through it now. Um, you, you, you talked about South Florida having some great athletes and maybe that Clemson could not get into school. It sounds to me like you've got an issue with admission standards to a certain degree. I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, I, I think sometimes we're trying to be somebody uh, – I might offend some people here, but you know what? What are they going to do to me? I, you know, I, 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 you can I, tap I, their phones. Yeah, be more than well, that. Here, here's the. You know, I, I, let me let me preface this by saying, gentlemen, that I love Clemson University as much as anybody or anything other than my, you know, family, country, and faith. And Clemson is probably is intertwined in all those things. If that makes sense, it's all all one and the same to me. Um, but. You can't be, and I've heard the quote, you can't be Duke or UVA during the week in Clemson on Saturday. And uh, sometimes I think we've lost, <clears throat> the university's kind of lost their way in our identity. And uh, it's not the Clemson <clears throat> that I know, that I, that I fell in love with back 31 years ago. And, and, and some, of that, some of that is a trickle-down effect. And I know for a fact the coaching staff works their tail off. I mean, those guys are working their tails off to get us where we need to be, and, 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 and it, uh, that's a fact. And, and sometimes if you're not getting full cooperation on all fronts, like they do at, say, Virginia Tech, or like they do at some other schools, then, then you're, you're, you're not going to be able to achieve the things you want to achieve as a university and as a football program. It's real simple. I mean, and if you don't believe that, Football, especially football, at a place like Clemson, is the front door, the front porch to your university. Then you, there's something wrong, and you can you can be a great university and still have a great football program, and and they feed on each other, just like at Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech makes some exceptions for some student athletes, but gee whiz, they get a lot. They got a lot of publicity last week. You know, they're playing in the Orange Bowl. And they've won the Atlantic Coast Conference the last three out of four years. And when I was in school, Virginia Tech was, was a non-entity. But they have people that are smart enough in their administration and in their athletic department to say, hey, okay, we can make a few little exceptions here. It's not going to kill us. And in the long run, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make our entire university better. Does that make sense? It makes yes. perfect sense. Now, uh, I, w- I want to make sure I'm correct here. You uh, played football from 80 to 83, right? Yes, sir. So you were here for the 81 National Championship. I was a sophomore. Yes, th- there, there, There is a debate uh, among some people that as great as the National Championship season was here for Clemson, that in the long run, maybe it's hurt the football program from the standpoint that it has caused expectations to skyrocket 
year in, year out to an unrealistic level. How do you respond to that? Well, um, I don't think it's unrealistic. I, I certainly believe, I believe in my heart of hearts that Clemson University, Clemson football can win another national championship. Uh, especially with the way it set up the Atlantic Coast Conference. I mean, um, we certainly had our shots. The ball bounces one way or another. Make no mistake, 1981, we we had a great team. We sent we sent 23 guys, me being one of them, to play in the National Football League. That's a lot of talent. I don't know if we've ever had that kind of talent level at Clemson, or if we ever will again. Um, I, yeah, it. it Winning a national championship does that set a high bar, certainly. But at Clemson, we we should set a high we should set a high bar academically and athletically, and you can achieve both. Uh, there's no reason to say that you can't do it, and there's no reason to say that it's an unrealistic goal to win a national championship. May we win one again? I don't know. I, if I could if I could make it happen right now, I would. Um, should we compete for Atlantic Coast Conference championships every year? We should be competing for the ACC championship. There's, there's no, you know, we, we should. That's an expectation at Clemson. We have the fan base. We have some of the most loyal fans. When I turn around up in the stands, Jeff Davis and I sit, stand next to Jeff, and we look up in those stands at the Monarchy Bowl at noon on, a, on New Year's Eve in Charlotte, North Carolina, and saw a lot of Clemson fans, not probably as many as we expected, but there was a heck of a lot of orange sitting up in those stands and Jeff Davis looked at me and says, man, Billy D, those Clemson fans sure love their football. He's got that down pat. <laughs> and I said, yeah, they do, Jeff. And he said, and, you know, we just looked at each other, and he's like, it's a shame we can't deliver for them. Mm. So what can you expect on this new podcast, Grumpy Old Broadcasters? Well, you can expect me and a lot of my media friends that I have come across over the years to get together and talk about sports and tell things the way they should be. Howard Cosell used to say, telling it like it is. Well, we're going to tell you the way things should be on Grumpy Old Broadcasters. you got a bunch of older guys who are attacking this newer medium in the world of podcasting and everything that's going on in the world of social media now, everything that goes with it, and we're going to have some fun in the process. We're going to bring back some elements of the old radio show. We're going to do a lot of new things and we're going to hopefully give you something on a weekly basis that is going to inform and entertain you without any of the normal fluff or any of the other nonsense that you have to listen to when it comes to a lot of sports talk radio today. So it's Grumpy Old Broadcasters. It's going to be available wherever podcasts are available, and we hope once the first real episode drops, this is the test episode, but we hope once the first real episode drops that you'll be sharing it with your friends, following us on a regular basis, and we look forward to having you along for the ride with us. And one of the things that I have to tell you up front before we say goodbye on this initial test episode is that, yes, we are open for sponsorships, but we already have our title sponsor, my good friends at Tadaro Pizza, with the original location in Clemson and their new location on Markley Street in Greenville, South Carolina. They have come together and are helping us put this podcast together for you, so we appreciate everything that they're doing very, very much. That's TadaroPizza.com is the website, and you're going to be hearing a lot about them on this podcast. Listen, we are going to have some fun with this thing, and we hope that you will 
jump on board with us and be ready to uh, take a ride with the Grumpy Old Broadcasters, a brand new weekly podcast wherever podcasts are available. Until next episode, I'm Dan Scott. God bless you, and so long, everybody.